and welcome to Dungeons and Tangents. Uh, my name is Eric. I'm Robert. And today we are doing the second episode of our D&D Monster vs. Monster Halloween-themed tournament. Uh, last time we did uh, four creatures from the challenge rating one-quarter uh, uh, pool, and this time we are doing the one-half uh, challenge rating uh, pool. I don't know if that's the appropriate... Uh, this is the one the CR one half tournament, and it yeah. is again creatures that are Halloween themed. Right, right, right. Um, so let's take a look at the bracket we're doing today. Uh, if you're a normal listener to our podcast, um, this is a little bit different. We are actually posting this to our YouTube channel. Uh, you can listen along, or you can watch along. Either way, we're going to try to call out um, all of our dice rolls, all of our hit points as we go along. Um, so that it can be educational for you if you're listening or if you're watching. Um, so the uh, challenge rating one half Halloween themed creatures that we found for this this bracket were the Warg, uh, the Barovian Witch, the Shadow, and the Shahuagin. Which uh, Robert, uh, I'm going to blame you for the Shahuagin. I was thinking kind of a creature from the Black Lagoon, and I think that's appropriate. Yeah. Um, I, I've never actually dealt with Shahuagans in any form in D and D. Neither by I've I've read through modules that had them in them, but generally I steer away from water and ships that, because yeah. that combat can be kind of tricky, and I'm lazy as a DM. Uh, and I got burnt by one of the was it Gold Box or Red Box games uh, back in the PC era, some of the early D and D games. Um, uh, what was it? The Dark, the Dark Queen, Dark Queen of Kryn. There was a huge section of that that was, but Kryn doesn't have Shuhuigans. It was all merfolk. Okay. And it it just it just pissed me off. Like, it was, it was a bad game, and it spent so much time underwater <laughs> that I yeah. So I've got I've I'm burnt out of water based D and D experiences for the rest gotcha. of my life apparently. <laughs> I like dungeons. I like uh, yeah. uh, forest. I like uh, ambushing parties when they're sleeping and camping and haven't set up a watch. Yeah, uh, water. I don't. I don't have a lot of experience in as far as D and D games. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't know. Doesn't feel like it. It um, fits quite as well into the D and D experience for me. But I can understand if you want to. I think it's a matter spice of things up. Kind of like dinosaurs. So yeah, dinosaurs. A warg is a cunning and malevolent demonic wolf. Wild wargs roam the wilderness, hunting and devouring weaker creatures. Some are raised by orcs and goblins to serve as mounts, but if mistreated or malnourished, they will quickly turn on their riders. Unlike most wild beasts, wargs are known to speak a language of their own, as well as goblin and occasionally common all the better to growl hellish taunts at their victims. The mad women and men, known as Barovian witches, have forged packs with Count Strahd and the dark powers of Ravenloft in exchange for magic and longevity. They are unscrupulous creatures, dealing with anyone in return for power and betraying them for the same reason. The magical powers they have garnered give them the ability to alter their form, becoming less conspicuous in daylight and growing long, sharp claws with which they can attack.
So now we're looking at the Warg versus the Brovian Witch for CR one half. Yeah, and uh, I mean their their size being different probably doesn't make any difference, especially not tactically here. But uh, that AC for the Warg obviously higher than ten for the Brovian Witch. So one thing that we've seen in the past is that uh, if we've got a, a big kind of variance between AC between two of the uh, opponents, it gets evened out usually with hit points. True. Uh, but AC and hit points both are on the side of the work in, in this matchup. Yeah, as well as speed. So everything here says the work is going to win. But if we get into the special traits, we see that, of course, the Brovian Witch is a spellcaster. And uh, has a pretty decent set of spells, not um, not a small set, uh, which oh. from a running the game point of view, that, that takes a little bit of prep work to... And also one of the things that you mentioned was the, the Warg's speed advantage. And right there in the cantrips, the, the Witch has the Ray of Frost, which can help mitigate that speed advantage. It That's reduces true. the speed of the uh, whoever's hit by it. And uh, Ray of Sickness and Tasha's Hideous Laughter are both things that can effectively incapacitate um, a creature. And sleep. And sleep can incapacitate. So uh, the Brovian Witch actually has a lot of slow things down spells. Um, and then the uh, Alter Self and Invisibility are, um, well, those come into play a little bit in the, tactically. They can. <clears throat> um by far, by orders of magnitude, the Brovian Witch has more options than oh. any other creature we've encountered so far. Yeah. Uh, that is, that is it, it's like playing four or five different creatures at the same time, yeah. the amount of options you got. Um, but then when we get to actions, um, we see the damage the Brovian Witch can do is maybe half that of the warg? Uh, half or a third, depending on if they uh, shift into a different form or not. And right. it doesn't include the damage they can use via spells, but That's if true. it gets to, to uh, a melee combat situation, it's not going to go well for the witch. Which is a uh, pretty regular thing when it comes to spellcasters. They don't yeah. have a lot of melee attacks or um, any sort of physical attack. It's mostly through mystical means. All right, well. Let's see what happens. Yeah. I think it's time to roll for initiative, right? Yep. Okay. I'll be playing the warg. Oh, right. Yes. Let's, uh, let's see here. So, uh, plus one, so 11 plus one, 12. Okay. And I do not have a uh, modifier four. All right. I'm going I think first. you're going first. I've got a, a movement of 50, so I'm, I'm cruising. I'm just going to go ahead and run right up here. One, two, three, four, five. Six and attack with my bite. Okay. Which is a plus five. What have I got? I've got sixteen hit points right now. AC fourteen. That hits because my AC is ten. Two D six plus three. Two D six plus three. Four. Five nine. Twelve points of damage. Jeez, do I have anything that's gonna? No, I don't. No, no, I don't have any. Uh, okay, that's just uh, that's just twelve. I'm down to four hit points already. And a DC thirteen strength saving throw, or you're prone. I don't think strength is her. No, she has a negative two. 
modifier. Right. Let's see what happens. Should I get a 15 or higher? I rolled a 1. All That's right. a 1. I think you're prone. I think I'm prone. Okay, I'm a witch who is prone on the ground with a evil dog hunched over but me But the now. good news is it's your turn. <laughs> um, oh, shoot. We didn't... We were going to look up the rules for uh, some things. So, standing up, is that going to... I feel like it's supposed to provoke, but I don't know. Right. And does casting provoke? I don't think we... I don't think we found anything that said it I, definitely does. Uh, I want to say casting while within threat of, of melee combat will provoke, but okay. I don't know if that's third or not. Okay, um, well, obviously I have to stand up because I don't think I could cast... Uh, especially, yes, both all of my spells involve somatic, um, which means hand movements. And if yeah. I'm on the ground, I don't think I can use my hands. Um, so I'm going to stand up. That takes half of my movement. Are we gonna? Are you gonna look up whether or not I'm gonna? We'll see how quickly I can look up. Prone. Okay. Um, and let's see here. I'm going to attempt at this point. To cast sleep. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing I'm gonna do. Uh, let me get some dice. Get some d6s so that I can roll 5d. Oh, sorry, they're d8s. I don't have enough d8s. Okay, I'm just gonna roll my d8 a lot. Here, grab this one, okay. too. So, um, I'm gonna try to do this faster than you can look up rules. Seven, eight, nine. Oh, 10, 11, 12, 13. And 14, 15, 16. That is not enough. You have 26 hit points. I rolled 16. Ouch. Uh, that's not enough to knock you out. So um, normally, but what's up? The good news is now it's my turn. Yeah. The good news is I also did that fast enough for you not to find out whether or not you get an attack of opportunity. <laughs> yeah, you, get, you get a pass, don't you? <laughs> uh, but normally sleep, um, you roll that 5d8, and if you can get... Um, uh, if you roll higher than the number of hit points for one or more creatures, then um, that creature goes into a magical sleep, and I would be able to run away and start casting other spells from further away. Instead, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to die. Does that mean it's my turn? It is. We just I just realized we got the, the lights left on inadvertently. Oh. Yeah. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna fix the lights. The lights are supposed to be moody. <laughs> oh, that looks much better. It does. A prone, creature, a prone creature's only movement option is to crawl unless it stands up and thereby ends the condition. The creature has disadvantage on attack rolls. An attack roll against the creature has advantage if the attacker is within five feet. Otherwise, the attack roll has disadvantage. So if it's a ranged attack, you're harder target. I have disadvantage. If I'm standing over you, uh, you're an easier target, and I get advantage. Yeah. This has nothing about provoking. So. Okay. Well, we're going to play it that way for now. All right. So, but it's my turn. It is. You have four hit points left. I have four hit points left. I like how this is going. A 16. That's going to hit. The plus five, 21. 21, yeah. My AC is 10. Okay. And that is 2d6 plus three. I don't. Six. That's a lot. Seven. 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage. I am at negative six. I am so good at D&D. <laughs> uh, 
that's it. I got nothing. I cannot come back from that. All she's got is some wicked spells of which you saw none. Um, Ray of Frost, Ray of Sickness, Tasha's Hideous Laughter, um, some other things like Prestidigitation and Mage Hand. All of those I was unable to use. Um, she has no resistances or uh, immunities. That was, um, I think, uh, not a very good representation of what the Barovian Witch can do. So we talked about how at this challenge rating, uh, a couple very simple things can be an immediate determining factor. One, uh, the Warg won initiative and has yeah. a stupid fast movement speed of 50. Yeah. So able to close distance immediately which immediately takes a bunch of your options away as a caster, right? Yep. Uh, 26 hit points. It's got crazy amount of hit points for this yeah. challenge rating. It does uh, multiple die of damage, plus three, which is huge. A huge jump what we've seen from CR one quarter. Yeah. Um, so it's it, we've immediately changed a lot of uh, the feel for what this combat looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... And it's a lot more complex. At least from my point of view, it's a lot more complex because I had to look up uh, a whole bunch of spells. Yes. And uh, at least knew offhand four of them, at least vaguely well enough to use in combat. Um, but it makes it a lot more interesting because that CR one quarter, that was just like hit, 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 dead. Yeah. I mean, this was too, but... <laughs> Another thing is the ability to knock you prone. Yeah. It didn't come into play as much as it would have otherwise, but it, it can be a determining factor, especially if there's more than one opponent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if there's more than one opponent, you knock one prone, um, and then you can go run over to a second one without provoking. Um, yeah, anyway, so um, obviously the warg is going to move on to fight either the Shahuagan or the Shadow. Um, we're going to stop uh, recording right now so we can set up for that fight. Shahuagin are a predatory race that ventures from the ocean's black depths to hunt creatures in the shallows and shores. Though dwelling in the deepest trenches of the ocean, Shahuagin view the entire aquatic realm as their kingdom, and the creatures in it as blood sport for their hunting parties. Much like their shark allies, they are driven into a frenzy by the smell of fresh blood. Shadows appear as dark, weightless, humanoid shapes. They are an undead remnant of the darkest parts of a soul, or perhaps the essence of the absence of a soul. These horrors sustain themselves by draining vitality from living creatures until their victims fade into death. When the shadows of these victims break free, they become new undead shadows, hungry for more life to consume. So now we're looking at the shadow versus the shoe again? Yeah, it looks like uh, the two of them have exactly the same armor class at 12. Uh, but the Shahuagin has 22 hit points versus the 16 on the shadow. That, I mean... At face value makes it look like the Shahuagin is going to take this. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's enough difference to really offset what we see more in the special traits. The Shahuagin has a very cool 
uh, ability in that uh, the Blood Frenzy allows it to have advantage um, on any opponent that doesn't have all of its hit points. Oh, that's true. So as soon as it does one point of damage, it smells blood. Yep. And it can start to get hits uh, significantly more frequently. Uh, well, as the uh, shadow, its uh, special traits aren't really doing it a whole lot of uh, help. I mean, sure, it's it can move through small spaces, but um, it's sensitive to light, and uh, that's, I mean, in the... Uh, it's also resistant to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing attacks, so that's going to offset the damage oh, abilities right. of this Hooligan. That's right. Um, those, uh, those resistances and immunities are something that seems to come up, like, all the time. Especially uh, with undead. A lot yeah. of undead. <clears throat> And, uh, well, looking at actions, um, the Shihuigan actually has uh, multi-attack. Two attacks, two melee attacks, one bite, and one claw or spear mm -hmm. per turn. Um, that could be a fair amount of damage per turn. The Shadow, however, actually uh, has the, the Strength Drain, which reduces the Strength Score of its opponent by 1d4 if it hits and there's there's no save on that it's just if it hits you lose strength which then in turn affects uh your ability to hit uh, that's pretty harsh it, it, it's it is and if as long as you're factoring it in which i don't know if we always did yeah <laughs> it means that your opponent is less and less able to hurt you at that point and right. the Hoogan already is very uh, much so at a disadvantage as far as inflicting damage because all of its damage is going to be halved. Right, because of the... Because of the resi resistance. Because of the resistances. Uh, yeah. Um, if I were to guess, I would guess the Shadow's going to win this. I would agree. All right. Well, let's see what happens. Cool. I'll be playing the Shahu again. I'm the Shadow. And we're going to roll initiative. And then... Uh, ten. Ten. And seven. All right. I, my dex is plus zero. Please don't touch that. Uh, a speed of 40. So it's Eight squares. One, two, three, four, five, six. I will move up. Okay. Uh, and I will attack with strength drain. Well, that sounds painful. Plus four to hit. Uh, AC 16. That will hit. Okay. 2d6 plus 2 of necrotic cool. damage. 3, 6, 9, 11 points of necrotic damage. Ow. A lot. That's half my hit points. And then a strength... A, uh, what was it? Oh, there's no save. I just reduced your strength. Okay. Oh. Okay. By four points. By four points. Let me write some things down then. Uh, my strength is now nine, so I no longer have a plus one. Four I have. Four points is a negative two to attack and damage. Uh. So it goes down 
Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. So that is a negative one now. Wow. Okay. I... Ugh. And I think a lot of my attacks are strength-based, so negative one to all, practically everything. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, that one back over here. Uh, okay, so now I guess what I got to do is attack now. Um, I can do two melee attacks, a bite, a claw, or a sp spear. Um, I'm going to start with, let's see here. Oh, I can do one bite and one of either claw or spear. So I have to do, if I'm doing two, bite's got to be one. Okay. So I'm going to bite first. It's a 10 plus, well, at this point, 10 plus 2, 12. AC 12, that hits. Okay, that hits. Um, 1d4 plus 1, or actually not plus 1 anymore because of the strength strain. No, uh, oh, minus 1. Really? Oh, geez. Well, I rolled a four, so three points of damage? One. One point. Oh, why? Because I have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. Okay. Well, the good news is, now that you don't have all of your hit points, I get blood frenzy. Woohoo! I have advantage on melee attacks uh, on any creature that doesn't have all of its hit points. Yep. So, I'm going to use the spear now. Um, and I get to roll twice. Good thing, because that was a two. <laughs> And the second one's a 19, 19. That's plus definitely gonna hit. two. Normally it would be plus... Oh, normally it would be plus three, but now it would be plus one. Yep. Okay, shoot. Anyway, it's going to hit. Uh, and then I do uh, either 1d6 if it is ranged. Is that right? Mm -mm -mm -mm. Oh, is it the spear? Yeah, or if I use it with two hands, it can be... Uh, a 1d8. So I'm going to assume that I'm using it with two hands. It's not ranged because we're face-to-face. Uh, -face, so yeah, yeah so, to me. And I'm not using my claw. I'm just going to use the spear. So 1d8 plus 1. Or actually minus 1, right? Minus 1 for minus damage. One. Okay. Hit and damage, yeah. Uh, so that's uh, 6 points of damage. Halved. Halved is 3 points of damage. So you're down to 12. I'm down to 11. Okay. All right. Now, that, now my turn is done. I'm going to do the uh, strength drain again. It's a uh, plus four to hit. AC 15. That hits. All right. We'll do 2d6 plus two. Six. Four. One, seven, nine points of damage. That takes me down to two? There's nothing I can do to stop this. And then another two points of strength damage, Ooh. which puts you at negative three to hit, negative three to damage. Yeah, my strength is now seven. If I get negative three, is that right? Well, negative, negative three from what it was before. So if it was plus two, now it's negative one, or what you know. Oh, okay. I think it's now. If I'm at seven strength, I think that's just a negative two, right? Because it's I have no idea. the distance away from ten. And that's three divided by two. I always get rounded off by down. One. Well, but what was your bonus before? To hit? It was... I scratched over it. Hold on. I think it was a plus one. Yeah, it was a plus one before. What is whenever you, on your damage, when it says to hit and to damage? Oh, yeah, it's plus just one. Just subtract three from those. Okay. So if it's plus one, now it's negative two. Okay. So, and I think that's 
Okay, that's appropriate. Uh, wow, that sucks a lot. Um, for and me. It's your turn. And it's my turn. And hopefully I can do something with the lack of damage that I can do. Um, okay, so I'm going to do, again, the multi-attack. That's pretty much all I can do. Uh, bite and two-handed spear. Uh, the bite. Oh, plus have I have advantage. Yep. So I roll a two on the bite, and I get to roll again. Ten plus one. Wait, no. Yes. No. Ten plus nothing. Was it plus three before? It was plus three before. Yep. So, so plus nothing. So, so AC 12, that misses. That misses. Okay. And then the spear with advantage. Nine plus nothing. And 19. That will hit. That will hit. Okay. And then this minus two. One point of damage. Halved. <laughs> that still counts as one. It's true. You can never be below one if you do damage. Okay, so 11 points of damage to two points of damage. All right. You I'm have going to do strength jam, which is uh, still a plus four to hit. 20. Ooh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's going to be 46 plus two. Three, five, 11... 17, 19 points of damage. Uh, that takes me down to negative 17 hit points. I'm not going to roll the strength damage. <laughs> Feels kind of insulting. Um, and yeah, I have I have nothing I can do. There's no bounce back for a Shihuigan. Nope. Um, that is it. I'm just dead. And... The shadow is pretty pretty tough. That's that's nasty. It's tough to do damage to. They've got they do very good damage with the secondary uh, attribute damage, uh, and they're able to diminish your ability to retaliate. Um, yeah, the, the whole comprehensive package is pretty devastating. The uh, multi attack on the Shihuigan seems like it would be useful, uh, at least more useful than it uh, turned out to be in this fight. Um, Blood Frenzy is very powerful. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of advantages uh, on on my side of the table, but not enough, especially because of the uh, resistances there. It's like cut my damage possibilities in half. Yeah. Um, All right, so uh, looking at the bracket, um, the shadow's going to move on to uh, fight the warg and... In this next fight, I'll be playing the Shadow, and you'll be playing the Warg. Dang it, I like the Shadow. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds All right. good. All right, we're going to set up for that fight. Now we're looking at the Warg versus the Shadow. Yeah. Um, I mean, each of them proved that they were capable of taking out something else in the first round. Um, they both have relatively similar AC, 13 and 12. Mm-hmm. Um they both move quickly, but the warg has a, a substantial more hit points than the shadow does. Yeah, but the the, the warg has a, is going to I think have a really hard time doing damage to the shadow. Right, which is kind of the thing with the uh, with the shadow. Um, it's, it's just so resistant to almost all damage. Right, um, but the traits I mean, we've seen these before, but um, warg doesn't have anything that that is tactically. Uh, relevant here yeah relevant to this but um and i can't say that the shadow does either um i don't think it's going to be uh squeezing itself through small spaces in order to get away from the warg 
Uh, if the sun's out, that'd be that be super relevant. Pretty That's sure true. We're doing all these in in the, in the dark or at night, though. Yeah. But um, just being resistant to just about anything the war can do is going to be a, a huge game changer for this, I think. Right. Um, also, as it, combat goes on, it's draining the strength from the warg. So right. it's resistant, and the warg's going to be doing less and less damage every round. And when we look at actions, the warg, and, like the damage that they do is pretty equivalent. Yeah, it's very significant. Uh, but... The warg has the special trait of being able to knock prone. Shadow's immune to being prone. Uh, and, but the shadow's special ability of strength drain, that's, the warg's not immune to that. Yeah. So really the numbers make it look like the shadow's going to take this. I think it's a, it's a bad matchup for the warg. Yep. All right, let's see what happens. We are ready to go. I'm playing the shadow. I'm going to play the warg. And I'm probably going to beat you. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Based on that last fight. Um, oh, right. Roll initiative. Nine plus two. Eleven. Ten plus one. Eleven. Oh, okay. So then whoever has the highest decks. Thirteen. Fourteen. You go. Okay. I go first. Um, and like last time, you had 40, 40 speed. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. That's enough to get right yep. there. And I will um, really do the only thing that it can do, right? And that's I think it's enough. That It is enough, apparently. So strength drain. Let's see if I hit 8 plus 4. Uh, 12. 12. AC 13. Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to retaliate with a bite. AC 10. That does not hit. AC right. 12. Okay. One more time with the strength drain. 7 plus 4 is not going to be... 11. That's that's not enough, is it? Nope. Uh, AC 15. That will hit. All yes. Right. Let's do the bite for 2d6 plus 3. 5. Oh. 7. 10 points halved is 5. Ah, right, okay. That would that would be painful otherwise. Okay, so I'm down to 11 hit points, and you still have 26. Um, I'm going to do the strength, strength drain again. 14, That's 18. Okay, and what is it? It's a 2d6 plus 2 necrotic, and then that strength reduction. Yep. So 3, 6, 7, 8 points of actual damage. That brings you down to 18. And then it's 1d4, just 1d4 strength score reduction. Yep. It's insane. Two. Two? All right. I'm right of that pin. Oh, yeah. And that is my turn. Okay. I'm going to bite again. Seven plus four now, so AC 11. That misses. What's your AC? 12. So see, before the strength train, that would have hit. Oh, oh. Painful. Uh, Shadow is very, very strong. Yeah. Your turn? Okay. Uh, strength drain, yet again. 15 plus 4, that's hit. 19. That'll hit. Okay. 2d6, 2. Uh, 6 plus 2, 8 points of damage, actual damage, and I'm not then. Doing so hot. No. I felt really good in the beginning. 
And then two more points. Right, so now it's a negative two penalty. That's harsh. All right, I'm gonna bite. Uh, AC 14. That'll hit. All right. 2d6 plus one now. One, two, three. So what, one point damage? Uh, yeah, because it's halved by my resistance to everything non-magical, pretty yep. much. Um, resistance to acid, cold, fire, lightning, thunder, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical attacks. That is insane. But vulnerable to radiant. So one cleric in the group, and it goes down fast. Unfortunately, I do not play a divine warg. So. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, my turn, right? Yep. Strength drain. Four, eight. It's a miss. Okay. I'll bite. Eight. Eight misses. All right. And I will attack again with the strength drain. Uh, that is a 13. 13 hits. Okay. 2d6, four. Five. Uh, seven total damage. Oof. Almost uh, down. That brings you to, was that three? Yep. And then uh, strength damage. And then the strength damage is, what is that? Four. four. So I now Ouch. have negative four. Ouch. What is your strength now? Uh, my strength's gone from 16 to eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, um, that's a lot. Well, it's your turn. Woohoo. So now I've gone from a two d six. Uh, I mean, I've gone from a plus five to hit to a plus one to hit. <laughs> AC ten. That misses. All right. Yeah, yep. that is. That's painful in a lot of different levels. Uh, okay, one more strength drain. I think it's only going to take that one. It's thirteen. That hits. And four. Nine. Eleven. Oof. So yep. you got down to negative, what was that? Nine? Is that right? Is it 11? Should be negative eight? Oh, negative eight. Anyway, negative enough to be dead. Yeah. Uh, all right, that was faster than I expected. I thought it wouldn't be so one-sided. It makes sense. I think the first time we did this, um, we weren't factoring in the penalties of the... the Reduction in strength. But oh, we were that's just true. Tracking it to see if they died via strength drain. The reduction in strength is, is brutal. I, yeah. was, I think there were three times I would have hit but didn't hit because my strength yeah. reduced. Yeah. And the one time I did hit uh, after the first time, the first time I hit you for a bunch of damage. Yeah. And even halved, it was a, a significant damage. After that, I hit you, and because my damage went from plus three to plus one, it, it right. was brutal. The plus three is super important because even on roll ones, it helps had that number before it gets halved yeah when that number goes down you're having all the damage it's it's really hard to do anything that really affects that shadow yeah i don't i don't know um obviously it it changes significantly when you're playing against pcs because uh because one shadow against like four pcs only one pc is going to be affected by that strength drain um but one-on-one -on -one, i mean I, I guess in theory you could um 
you could run uh, a single player campaign against the shadow and yeah. this is what this is what would happen I, it would I, be painful it still felt very balanced to me because yeah. if you look at the end of that combat i was hitting more than i was in the beginning right so if those hits had just shifted to the beginning of the combat when I my strength I would it would gone. happen it just, it just matters like how those roles fall in the sequence of combat um but that shadow being able to drain strength it's a game changer for, yeah for the your opponent it's very cool yeah all right, uh, I'm going to update the bracket with our winner. Champion Shadow. Apparently. Um, that is uh, all for, um, for today. Um, next time we're going to be... Why isn't it updating? Should next time is going to be special. Uh, oh, yes. CR1 has twice as many creatures, so we'll okay. actually have an additional bracket. Uh, instead of it being uh, a, a two-bracket tournament, it'll be a three-bracket tournament. That's right. This is uh, quite a bit longer here. I'll, I'll bring up the bracket. Um, so we have, uh, yeah, eight total creatures, Direwolf, Animated Armor, uh, Imp, Scarecrow, Giant Spider, Strahd Zombie, Ghoul, and Spectre. All of those, I think what uh, stood out to us is there were so many Halloween-appropriate creatures yes. in the in the CR1 bracket. Um, for the other tournaments, we actually had to stretch a little bit to find one that would get us to four. For these ones, we yeah. actually had to cut creatures out to get it down to eight. I so. can't remember what we cut, but I know we cut things that were uh, equally appropriate. Yes. Um, anyway, so that's it for this episode. Uh, next episode, uh, we'll be taking on the challenge rating one. Thank you very much. Thanks, everyone.